Hello, my brothers and sisters. Thank you for joining us once again for During Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Kitts. And as always, we want to open up in a prayer and thank God for this opportunity. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and your love. And we thank you, Lord, that you're always with us, Lord, no matter what we do, Lord, and how we act. Lord, you're always there and you always care. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, and we lift you up. Bless this word, Lord, that it will touch the mark that you want it to touch and, and the people that you want it to reach. We thank you and we praise you in your blessed holy name. Amen. Just curse God. The book begins with the suffering and ends with Job questioning God. When Job, having lost everything, yet never curses God, who allowed it all to happen, asks God simply, why? God does not give a satisfactory answer to him. Instead of an explanation or comfort or an offering of renewal or strength for a journey through life, God responds to that question with, where were you when I founded the earth? It is as if God doesn't think Job had the right question for that situation where God of the universe who created everything was the way that they are. That's the way it is. Job looks at his life and he wants to remain faithful to God, even through everything that's happened to him. Sure, he feels hurt. He feels utterly emotionally and physically destroyed. He complains. He pours out his heart. And his wife says, just curse God and die. I feel like I can understand this part just a little bit more as of lately. See, I do podcasts. I teach Sunday school. I teach Bible study. I had a nonprofit where I was trying to help homeless veterans. I see a need and then I'm doing my part as a Christian to help that need. We have a guy that is homeless at the moment. His house was burned down by one of his exes we all heard a different sob story and the world's out against him well he's living in his vehicle and i've allowed him to come into my house around my house to do some stuff to give him products that he needs to rebuild a place where he can live and it's getting colder out and everything like that he isn't dependable he's not the greatest of persons he's been in and out of jail been in and out of prison uh, he does drugs from time to time so you know It's not a desirable person to have around. Anyways, he means well, but you can't really get out of him what you give. So you have to go into it understanding that. Last night, he told me that he had to go to court the next day to stand before a judge that doesn't like him. And he felt like, you know, she's against him. And and here he is ragtag looking and he needs to clean up, take a shower. Well, the Christian part of me felt like it was the right thing to do was allow him to come in and take a shower. Well, my wife felt otherwise. My wife tells me to tell him no, that I should rent him a room somewhere. Well, I don't have the money to rent him a room. So I decided to go against my wife's wishes, and that was one of the biggest mistakes I've made lately. So after this guy showers and leaves and goes back to his vehicle and it got down to in the 30s last night it was pretty cold out and i really felt bad that he was sleeping in his vehicle but after i got barraged with this attack from my wife there was no way i was going to ask him in the house she started out with a barrage of text messages telling me how bad i was and how i hurt our relationship how i'm hurting our family and in my mind i'm going what why 
Are you attacking me? I did what Jesus would have done. I helped this guy out. He was in need, and he's wanting to clean up before he went off the court the next day. Sure, it wasn't my responsibility to take care of him, but I seen a need, and I did help him with that need. I feel like when you help somebody out, and you extend yourself in kindness and joy and peace to somebody, God's grace will protect you and keep you any harm from happening to you. That's just the way I feel. I feel like if you do a good deed, if you help somebody, you help them, and God will protect you from any harm that would come from that. Well, that's not what my wife thought. And there is a problem, and it continues to be a problem, and I know God will work it out, that Satan is not going to destroy my family over me being kind to somebody. But in the meantime, a lot of the joy that we could be sharing is being sucked out of our family relationship. And I understand that hurt people hurt people. It hurt her feelings that I did not listen to her because she felt like this guy that was homeless that has been around all the bad in the world could bring in some bad into our household that could be uh, infecting other people in our household. And I don't want that either, but I'm sure to to me being a Christian that God's not going to allow that to happen. So after being told that Jesus wouldn't have done that, he wouldn't have put nobody in harm's way, I had to question, that's not right. Jesus did step into harm's way. When the leper came to him, the seven of them, he didn't hesitate. He healed them on the spot and sent them off on their way. Even though they were unclean, they had a flesh-eating disease that was consuming them. They were probably in different stages of it, but they were all had this leprosy that was destroying them and Jesus didn't care he stepped right in he made a difference in their lives you know I'm not Jesus and I'm not trying to claim to be Jesus but Jesus lives inside of me and his Holy Spirit guides me and teaches me and helps me and this wouldn't happen I could claim Jesus love over this it just sounds silly to me that uh, my wife's upset and mad at our relationship now is in struggle because I extended love to somebody and tried to help them. So I can imagine that these words, curse God and die, wasn't the only words that came out of Job's wife's mouth. That she barraged him with the same kind of attack. Sure, they lost their family. Their goods were destroyed. They were, you know, Everything that could happen to somebody had happened to them, but they didn't face it together is what I'm getting at. She went one direction. He went the other. He clung on to God. and He held on to God and his promises. He did not curse God over what he was going through, and he got blessed in the end over and over again. Double portion is what he got. So I'm going to hold on to God. I'm going to do the ministry that he put me in charge of and and let it extend and go out and reach and teach and touch everybody that it's supposed to. And we have to be strong as leaders saying, hey, we've been through that. So these challenges and the things that we're going through, we're only going to give God the glory that he's brought us through these and gave us the heart and the desire to remain faithful to him. Until then, we know our sacred worth, that God has put us in this ministry and he expects us to do our part because he surely has done his. And we know that God is with us when we're tearful, when we're upset, when we're hurt, 
when everything's attacking us, we know that we can turn to our Heavenly Father because He cares for us. And He's waiting for us to come to Him for that love and guidance. Well, I thank you for listening to this, and I hope that you learn that you're not alone if you're in this type of situation, that others go through it, even men of God, women of God, will be challenged and, and have the need to reach out for others for prayer. We're not in this alone. We're in it together, and we have a Heavenly Father that cares for us. We'll close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. We thank you, Lord, no matter what comes against us, Lord, as we stand together, that we're strong, strong in you, Lord, and we thank you and we praise you in your blessed holy name. 